0: A show where an anime expert teaches two anime babies, anime babies, about the genre by going <laughs> through the first season of different anime shows. I'm Steven. My pronouns are he, him, and I am joined today by two wonderful human beings. Who's first?
1: What's up? I'm B. Uh, so rather than anime expert, uh, I think if you want to just call me B sensei, uh, that would be the true. <laughs> the true title that I deserve uh, my pronouns mm-hmm. are they them and I'm here to regale you all with my true and um many many years have been put into this uh animate nerdery that I've cultivated uh so how many I'm-
2: hours do you have to do something to be an expert
1: uh I don't know if it's hours sensei or a sensei uh, thank you thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> rather than
2: just like years of your life <laughs>
0: <laughs> millennia of existence mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. And I am Kelsey. My pronouns are she, her. I am the uh, most, the smallest anime <laughs> yes. um of the group. And um, I have currently zero knowledge base on uh, this subject. So what is the, what does this, what's the students of a sensei called?
1: Yeah, um, like if we were in school and I was your upperclassman, I would be your senpai and you would be my kohai. So kohai is something I still tend to use jokingly when I have others call me their
2: senseis. I still call mm-hmm. them like my lowerclassmen. That's fair. We are not mm-hmm. only kohai, but also co-hosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and I You're think welcome. with that
1: wonderful <laughs> transition... <laughs> Um why don't we before we even talk about what uh what the show is going to be about, like what anime uh we've picked, why don't we talk a little bit about why the heck we chose this name? Yeah. Anime attache. It doesn't exactly scream shonen or shojo anime. There's not a lot of puns in there.
0: No, for some reason I'm picturing like this weird Jason Bourne movie where like Jason Bourne is smuggling anime across <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> across like enemy lines, yes. whatever whoever's enemy he has.
2: Yeah, so this, I feel like this was just born out of uh, an obvious love of anime on your part, B, and a very obvious lack of nerdiness on my part. Steven is desperately trying to remedy this for me. (laughs) So um, (laughs) we thought it would be fun if uh, you taught us how to watch it, because I feel like it's just such an overwhelming genre that we don't even, we didn't even know where to start. I also feel like there are going to maybe be things that require some context or... Oh, yeah. At least, like, explanation that, you know, no, this is normal. This is something that's supposed to happen in this show.
0: Or even, like, this is where you can find these shows.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: The The other thing that's really important is we chose... We chose... Obviously, there's great alliteration. is important for any sort of show.
1: Mm-hmm. So important.
0: There's There's really nothing more important. I feel like we could just... We could just put the show on <laughs> on iTunes and leave it there with with just what we have, and people would be like, "Yeah, this is a show I want to listen to." But actually, an attaché is a person on the staff of an ambassador, typically with specialized area of responsibility. So, I might call
2: that person a sensei. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm
0: picturing B as the the staff of n- nerddom. <laughs> You're on the staff of Nerddom.
2: I feel like they are the ambassador, Ooh. and we
0: are—we're in training the, pre- to th- the
2: people on staff.
0: <laughs> That's fair too. We That's are the attaché, <laughs> but we're not. But we don't have a specialized area for. No, we
2: don't have to. We're the staff of the person with the specialized. This is good radio, I'm, right? I'm now. reading
0: that comma differently than you are. It the staff matter. of
2: an ambassador. And then, oh, the person has a specialized area of responsibility. Do- no, you're right. Okay. I'm, my specialized area of responsibility is, I don't have one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we will find one for you within this very specific show about one very specific anime. You will find your area of expertise. Yeah, I'm the hype,
2: is- I'm the hype woman. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, heck yes. So that's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. B. Hmm. What are, we ge- what are we doing here, though? What are we doing? Really? We
1: are all going to watch the very first season of My Hero Academia. Uh, My Hero Academia is a show produced by Bones. Um, and for any existing anime uh, attaches, you know the Bones <laughs> is a wonderful studio um, that has done some really, really good, good content. Um, and this has been directed by Kenji Nagasaki. Um, and it is adapted by Kohei uh, Horikoshi's My Hero Academia manga. And I have read the manga uh, pretty much all the way through. I keep up with it. And like, I just like, I love his little cover arts. He's an amazing artist. Um, and he's got a great team of people to help him with this. Um, and it's what's part of the success of My Hero Academia. So we are going to be following the manga um, from the first volume to just about over the third volume. And that covers about the first 13 episodes of season one. All following the adventures of our main hero character, uh, Izuku Midoriya.
2: I feel like I already have so many questions.
1: (laughs) I think the biggest struggle will probably be names for y'all. The more I think about it, like, if I dropped... uh, If you had to remember, like, Aizawa, Bakugo, uh, Kirishima uh toru uh Midoriya. like are those do you think those are going to be names that can kind of settle easily within you or are we going to have to come up with like some fun nicknames for the characters as we uh, encounter them
2: I feel like I might be okay I have a very good memory and I have ways of like tricking myself into remembering things like that Steven is looking offended <laughs> what do you think <laughs>
0: I think I will do really good at remembering the stories connected to the faces of the characters because that's yeah. true that's true regardless of of genre or name mm-hmm. for me it's like um like game of thrones uh I knew I knew Jon Snow <laughs> Oh yeah mm-hmm. but I knew everything about all the characters it's just like it's just like that one the one with the
2: with the orange hair
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> um that works, so that will work because everybody all the characters are very, very iconic.
2: Yeah, I feel like maybe we'll just have to choose maybe uh Yeah, the the person with the pink hair mm-hmm. or, or
1: the mm-hmm. with whatever. The spiky it might be. hair, the one who explodes things all the time, the one who's invisible. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: I think by the time we get to the thirteenth episode, I will have I'm gonna put this down. Yeah. 60% of the names.
2: Okay. I also feel like Our first having prediction. subtitles should help. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I actually, my main question is, what is manga? Manga? It is... Because you say we're following manga. Yeah. And I don't know what that means.
1: Uh, Japanese comic. Um, they're read okay. right to left, which I've always really enjoyed. Hmm. So, like, I read that online... Um, I haven't read the past couple, but that doesn't matter. Um, yeah, but like it's I don't know what would be a good comparison. Like who reads if people still read graphic novels, I have to believe they do. It's like that, but cooler. Okay, love that.
0: <laughs> Our kids have started reading the Avatar um, graphic novels because they really love Aang.:
1: I like that. Are those so colored? Much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Manga are rarely, rarely colored. It's almost always in black and white.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, and that's probably why they can pump out as much content as they do. Interesting. Okay.
0: I've always. I, I mean, I I've spent a lot of time in the Barnes and Nobles uh, like sci-fi fantasy section, which is always right next to the manga section, and it's it's enormous. Yep. It's always huge, mm-hmm. and I have never been brave enough because it's like it's like this giant wall <laughs> of all these different anime characters and i'm like i don't even know where to begin here like where's? i mean and i know i know we live in the day and age where there's google but
2: still where do you start (laughs) but why would we google if we have a sensei to teach us
0: that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying (laughs) exactly Exactly.
2: so for everybody
1: else that is here and listening um it is going to be my job to teach you about where to begin what's best what to look for what Gosh, why do you enjoy it? Um, So I, I really like the idea that we already have our first prediction. If I gave you the pitch that we are going to watch a show about a young boy with no powers who has grown up kind of as the underdog his whole life is suddenly granted the power of strength. And he now has to learn how to use that power without breaking his body. I think Mm -hmm. that is the premise of season one. Okay.
2: What do you think? I predict predict that he accidentally knocks down a building. Okay, I like that (laughs) prediction.
0: I I have to be honest, I'm really hung up on the, he has to learn how to not break his body. Yep. That was not where I expected that to go.
2: Welcome to anime. (laughs) That's interesting that you would get super strength, but not
0: super... Constitution?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, he's just got a little kid body. He's like a 14-year-old
1: high schooler
0: yeah hmm I think so grew up underdog no powers gets powers learns how to has to learn how to not break his body
1: yes that is the entirety of season one
2: I think he's gonna break his body okay yeah I want to also just make other predictions not based on this can I just make predictions based on what I think anime is yes please (laughs) okay (laughs) based on the Um, tropes that you
1: think exist you know
2: okay I think he falls in love with someone who is like either presented as out of his league or older than him or something like that. I feel like there's like some sort of love story where he like trips on a banana peel or whatever it is like this person that he is in love with is not impressed. So, yeah, I feel like falls in love with. A person out of their league Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that Um,
1: romance is a popular trope Um, how it's executed is a little different
0: yeah Hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that
1: Steven any combat predictions
0: combat predictions you
1: know about like the the anime trope of like every main character has to have a equally strong and angry or moody best friend (laughs) slash partner
0: I didn't, but I'm oh. so excited about that.
1: <laughs> They're either very so, angry or very moody. Cause, cause my, I my, love that.
0: <laughs> my anime experience is Pokemon, and I watched some Yu-Gi-Oh when I was in middle school.
1: Gary, that is the angsty mm. rival-esque um, from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. You got Joey, who's like the goofy one.
0: And I have to, I have to be honest, I, don't, I really don't even remember much from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, no, okay. I remember... Okay. <laughs>
2: We watched the first episode recently. That's true.
0: With our kids.
2: How was it? Did it hold up? Probably not. Well, they were scared. <laughs> 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 because the giant monsters like rise up in the middle of the arena and that was not popular.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought that was um, the coolest when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, they're little though. Like totally. Four. Yeah. That's yeah. why things like that are very scary because they are a possibility.
0: Yeah. The baby yep. <laughs> was like,
1: no, I don't like this.
0: I I feel like I don't I don't Combat I, tropes. Combat tropes. That, I feel like there's there's gonna be some sort of like beaten to the core by some sort of bad rival enemy thing. And then like the like something about like this main character's will like causes him to like overcome like some like <laughs> dire, un unbelievably impossible circumstance and he, and he's under the at some point he gets slammed through the through the earth. Yeah.
2: Ooh, I like that one. I'm going to make sure I toss that in the notes. <laughs> Slam through the earth. Yeah. Slam through the earth is good. Um I feel like other things that I expect from anime because I have literally not researched this at all, my hero academia, and I want to like be true to my learning experience. I feel like other things that I'm expecting just to be completely honest mm-hmm. are scantily clad women yep okay with uh maybe emphasized features of some kind uh that's not the word i'm looking for to be crude big titties yeah (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) yeah i feel like those are my main ones honestly i we what was the other one that the girls were watching
0: oh glitter force (laughs)
2: glitter force doki doki (laughs) yep so that's my other, just, but my, that's the most experience I have with anime, and it's all happened in the last three months, so. <laughs> this is um, all very new to you. It is, and I don't have experience with graphic novels, I never played video games, I am the worst. <laughs> it's not the worst, <laughs> you're just far out of this particular nerddom, you know? Right, <laughs> right. So I'm trying to embrace it, and I love it. And I just don't know anything about anything. Well, I think you're going to love this show. So if, you're like, <laughs> so if you're like, well, have you ever seen this? The answer is going to be no.
0: <laughs> oh, heck. Perfect. So I have a question for you, B. Yeah. Since you are our attache or sensei, what's your history with anime? Like where, where did your love of this genre develop? And what's your, what's your anime story?
1: Is a classic story um, of many a young Canadian child. There was a, a, a network <laughs> channel called YTV. Um, and after school, I would run home to my babysitters with my uh, foster brother at the time. And, you know, we'd burst into the house. There'd be snacks ready. And the YTV show would announce Dragon Ball Z at 4.30. And we would park <laughs> our butts right in front of the TV, eat some apple slices, and watch a marathon. I think it was like Dragon Ball Z, then Sailor Moon. Um, and then it did some other stuff. But that was where my true love began. Um, and then, like most kids, I watched Pokemon, Digimon, I. I delved into Beyblade. Uh, Dragon Ball Z was my one true love for shonen. Uh, but then it, you know, as I got older, I looked into Inuyasha, some of the Gundam series, um, and from there, like Code Geass, uh, and then I could keep going. But yes, yeah, so, so many words All
0: I these don't words
2: know. are just <laughs> right over my head.
0: But I'm trying to. I'm trying to nod here. Like I'm yes, smiling and know. nodding.
2: Yes, we agree.
0: I did. I will say. To give myself some, some pretty big credit and to suck up to the teacher, uh, I did know the name Dragon Ball Z.
1: That's good. That's good. That is a huge, really <laughs> wildly popular one that's been around since the 80s. But, you know, that's good.
2: I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I love it. Okay, so what do you feel like you love? Why do you love anime? So that's how you kind of were introduced to it. But what is it about this style that... Keeps you coming back for more.
1: I love two things. It is the power of friendship and really cool fighting. Love that. Anime brings those two together perfectly. Um, I mean, yes. to even reference Dragon Ball Z, like, uh, in the early Z days, where it was Goku fighting Vegeta, those were two enemies, and the fights were amazing, and then through, like, the whole Namek arc, they had to work together, and then eventually, like, Vegeta comes to Earth, and that all happens, and now we're best friends, and, like, through the power of fighting, they became friends, and I think that's beautiful, and that's yes. 90% of shonen anime is just fighting and then becoming
2: friends. I love that. <laughs>
0: So you've said Shonen a couple times. I was
2: just going to ask that question. And I've what does been, that mean?
0: Well, and I <laughs> for for the people listening to this podcast, I have to I have to admit, you, when you start a podcast, you don't just like call someone up and be like, "Hey, let's start recording a podcast right now." Um, so we've we've actually spoilers talked about this show before mm-hmm. today. <laughs> But intentionally, we have we have waited for this moment <laughs> or I have waited for this moment oh, yeah. because you have you have said the word shown in so many times and I have not Googled it. I have not asked. Wow. I, have, I have. But I want to know. Are you ready? Sorry,
2: Back up one second. Uh huh. I feel like first we need to know what anime means. And when I tried to Google it one week ago, Stephen screamed <laughs> at me, don't uh, Google it. Okay. He wanted me to learn in this moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let me get the exact definition. Yeah. So what is anime? What uh, is the difference between anime and any other fighty fighty cartoon?
1: Um, so, anime is just hand-drawn and computer animation that originates from Japan. Okay. Um, it describes all, most all animated works, uh, regardless of style or origin, um, as long as it comes from Japan. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Which is why we have animated shows, um, like mm-hmm. Avatar. Wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful show, but it's categorized as an animated show versus an anime right. show because of where it was produced. Gotcha. Then Shonen... Is a genre so like shonen manga, shonen jump. Um, I grew up with shonen jump as a kid, which was a compilation of manga into one, and they were all shonen. Um, so shonen is a, a. I think the word literally just means boy or youth. Youth. And when you put it together, it just means like young person's comic or comics for boys. Where the equivalent of it for like young women was shojo uh, manga, and those were always oh. like cutesy romance ones. I still read those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 they're good but shonen like yeah. it, it's meant to be targeted towards uh like young boys the ages of 12 and 18 uh, and then as it grew it became aware or it became clear that like you never stop loving people fighting and becoming friends like yeah yeah despite the demographic never
0: so is it is it would it be fair to say that like as as they target at least originally um adolescent boys that there's a lot of, like, coming-of-age sorts of stories in these and, and things, of, things of that nature? Yes.
1: I would say about 50% of them are that. Dragon Ball Z was not a coming-of-age at any point. Well, <laughs> Dragon Ball was. Dragon Ball Z was not because he was already an adult. Um, but a lot of the more recent, like, in the past 20 years, they've all very much been, like, a coming-of-age. Because, um, <laughs> like, shounen themes uh, are, like, martial arts, robots, science fiction, sports, horror, or mythological creatures. Sports anime is very popular. One day we'll get into that as well.
0: Yeah, cannot wait for that. (laughs) Love
1: it. It's good. It's so good. I just, I love Haikyuu. I ran a one-shot in D&D because I just wanted people to play volleyball. We made it work.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Also, also for you listeners, we are... All We all met in the D&D world and we're very big D&D nerds, so you're going to get some of them references.
2: Oh yeah, there's going to be a lot happen. of D&D drops. Yeah, I personally am very big in the D&D world. <laughs> I am surprised that you guys have not heard of me. <laughs> you know, guess, all the miniatures guess... you paint. I have yeah. so many miniatures. I've definitely <laughs> known about miniatures my entire life. Mm-hmm. I definitely used to frequent Games Workshop. Definitely owned pokemon cards <laughs> i did not even own a single pokemon card not even a holographic card not even one Oof. i have a very specific memory of my very old grandfather driving me around town trying to buy me a pack of pokemon cards ah! and we couldn't find them because i didn't even know where to buy them and it, then it, you know
0: <laughs> also so we've talked to you about our our past uh trauma (laughs) that we grew up yeah uh and and listeners it'll probably come out in time because it always does but at the school that we attended uh, oh yeah uh pokemon cards were banned
2: oh my gosh they were like people were able to have them for a little while and then why were they banned i don't I don't think we ever have, knew why. I have no
0: idea, but, but all of a sudden we could not bring them to school. Yeah. So sad, they gosh. Weren't allowed.
1: Pokemon trading was intense. Pe- like kids would steal other kids'
2: cards. Like it got, it got wild for a while. Could- they also banned Harry Potter. Oh, okay. So. That's
1: telling of your school.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs>
2: Hi, Steven's mom. Thank you for our private education. <laughs> We're grateful. <laughs> Anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, B, what about, like, what are some, you already talked about the main tropes of, I already forgot the word shonen. Shonen. You got it. Like Conan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That works. It works. That's how I'm going to remember. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Shonen. But are there any additional tropes that will exist specifically in this series? That we need to know about, or that you, what do you want us to know about My Hero Academia before we watch?
1: I guess before going into it, um, what like I don't, I don't even want to call it content warnings, just like the things that you can expect that don't that won't give away any of your predictions. Um, mm-hmm. Badass fight scenes, blood, Love that. people getting punched across town, um, absurd. <laughs> Name so every time somebody has a move, whether your move is just like a, a sure you can uppercut, it, it's got a name. Also, like that wasn't my best my reference. Um, that was a video game reference.
0: I did get it though.
1: Thank you. Uh, if you ever do a punch, you name your punch because it's really cool and it sounds more badass when you do it. So be prepared for outrageous names for all the moves.
2: I um. do a punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do a murder, <laughs> and then I do a murder.
1: <laughs> Quirky characters—you're going to meet the class of one A. I think there's something like 13 of them, um, and they're all very, very unique. Like this show does a wonderful job of giving, like, highlighting the extra characters where you don't mm. normally get that in a lot of other shows. Gosh, season one. Teachers, uh, all the teachers are amazing and they're really cool and they're all very unique and super weird.
0: So what you're telling me is this is propaganda to get kids to go to school. A
1: little bit, a little bit. I love that. Does do a good job of that. It makes school seem so fun.
2: <laughs> I see the gears turning. <laughs> hmm. Steven hated school. <laughs> uh. I always have followed every single rule I've ever been given. So it was fine for me. Huh. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't mind school, um, but I also broke rules. You know, you find the recently got a tattoo, though. I I love it. <laughs> it's so so edgy for that <laughs> so like you guys, I know, <laughs> I know. Everybody relax. It's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I did get a tattoo. So why did you choose My Hero Academia? That I like that question.
1: Um, this I think is one of the best intros to what anime is because it not only shows off the the stereotypical tropes. Um, you are gonna get frankly perverted characters you are going to get scantily clad um female presenting characters you are going to get that super strong main character who's just implacable there's nothing that are ever gonna like ever gonna get past him like it just hits on so many of the tropes in such a small kind of in 13 seasons um it hits on so much and i
2: figured as much
0: that was siri
1: (laughs) did you hear my watch
2: i figured as much i'm sorry siri what Wow.
0: You think you know more just because you have access to all information on the Mm. entire planet? Mm -mm.
2: Oh my gosh. Siri is definitely listening to us right now. I'm so sorry. She
1: has criticisms and I would like her to keep them to herself
2: yes judgy oh heck
1: i forget what you were saying now i'm so sorry anime tropes the show is gonna hit on a lot of them it's gonna be amazing um and like for an intro like this is gonna be like everything you see in this series is reflected in so many others um so it's a wonderful beginning and like you're gonna fall in love with all the characters you're gonna cry when friendship happens and when friendships don't happen because that always breaks my soul and you're going to root for every single one of them at the end and you want them all to succeed And I think that's why this is a great show.
2: I love that. I'm sure that I actually definitely will cry because that comes very easily to me.
0: I'm dead inside. (laughs) You will feel something. I promise. (laughs) I
2: love that because I feel like, I feel like you hadn't explained it exactly like that before. And I feel like one of the things I love that this really will be a good place to start is if it kind of covers everything, then after this week, you know, we can say we really liked this or we really liked this and then you can maybe gauge the next thing that we watch together from those things that we really liked. Exactly. As opposed to like starting with something that's super niche and mm-hmm. then whether you, li- if you don't like it, then it's over. <laughs> Which I, as much this as I is wanted what, to do. This podcast is one season. Yeah, sorry everyone.
1: 13 episodes of My Hero Academia. That's all we're covering.
2: <laughs> awesome.
1: Um, okay, I guess the last thing that I want to do is I want to make some predictions myself um, for the characters yeah. I think that you will all love. I think of the main cast, uh, Steven, you're going to like Bakugo.
0: Bakugo? Why?
1: <laughs> well, if you're dead inside, he's been dead for just as long and he deals with that by screaming all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on. Uh- He's been actually dead?
1: No, no. no.
0: Oh. Dead no. Inside. this is inside. really gonna this is really going to throw a twist to this show that I didn't <laughs> think was there. I was like, oh, necromancy. Cool. I'm into it. Like, let's.
1: <sighs> Not yet. Well, yes, but no.
2: Uh, you know. Okay. Yes, but no for necromancy. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Same, there, really. <laughs> it's all clear now. <laughs> Kelsey, I think you
1: were going to like um, Ochako. I'm trying to remember what her. Yuraka, that's her first name she's really cute really bubbly really sweet and really poor
2: uh i love (laughs) her for all of those things i love that (laughs) i'm i'm already very excited (laughs) uh of the
1: secondary characters hmm hmm steven i think kirishima um also loud but friendly uh, just also very loud, a lot of yelling, a lot of strength, and a lot of friendship, and a lot of manliness, but it's, it's good,
2: you know? I'm excited. Well, we already discussed how Steven really has his bro look happening today, so exactly. he needs a little bit of manliness, apparently. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that character just channels all of it. It's really good radio to refer to what people look like mm-hmm. also, so you're welcome, listeners. Yeah,
0: I'm really excited for what people who listen to me now think of it. now think that I look like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no!
0: And I'm, and we're not gonna we're not gonna expand on that. So. No,
2: no, 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 no. I also <laughs> I also love that your predictions are based on like people who are loud and screaming a lot because all I can think about is how much Stephen loves our third born child who literally never stops screaming. <laughs>
0: She does have a a specific volume that she communicates at. Oh no!
2: Most passionate child I've ever known. I think
1: these characters are going to do really well for you then. You're definitely going to like them. Mm -hmm. Amazing. (laughs) For Kelsey Kaminari. I just think he's fun and he's silly and he can short circuit himself. And I also think that that's really cute and really funny. Oh my
0: god. (laughs) Is he a robot?
1: He has powers of electricity. Oh. Uh, but he is a human, so his brain short circuits, and it's fine. Oh, my God. On accident? Yeah, yeah. I love that.
0: <laughs> it's like me in real life. Oh. It is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so those are my, my predictions for main characters and side characters that I think you will
2: love. I can't wait to see it now. Yeah, I'm We're so going to have to start tonight, even though it's late. Okay,
0: okay I actually had a question for you, B. Yeah. Because we've talked a little bit about dubbed versus subtitled what is your opinion and why
2: oh just what is my opinion you didn't i don't feel like you finished the sentence no that was i think that was it yeah okay (laughs)
1: um i hate being a purist but i am i just i love sub like that's the way it was made that's you get the best translations like when it's subtitled Mm -hmm. um Mm. it doesn't always make sense but it's usually a direct translation of what's being said Mm -hmm. Dubbed does do an amazing job. It's come so far. The voice acting nowadays is fantastic. And the translations, however, are usually they make more sense to a Western audience. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to kind of take that in stride. Like instead of it being a joke about like a specific food they might have, they might translate it to like, oh, we're just going to go get some French toast. And meanwhile, they don't eat as much French toast toast in Japan. But it's what makes sense to us. But I feel like you still lose the essence of what was being said. So I'm subbed. Hmm. All the way.
0: I love that. I, I have to be honest. I'm thinking about watching both. Okay. And comparing and contrasting. Because so for me, I feel like I miss a lot when I'm reading subtitles. I'm very easily distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, my attention goes uh, in a lot of different directions very quickly. <laughs> but I also, I, I feel like you made a really good pitch for why, why to watch it subbed. Um,
2: I will have no problem with subtitles because that's how I prefer to watch TV. Steven will walk <laughs> in the room and I'll have the volume on two. Yeah. With subtitles. <laughs> like I can't even really hear it, but I prefer to watch TV that way. So that'll be fine for me. You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be golden. You know what? Some people are overwhelmed by sound and I am one of those people. It's a so loud anime at times. I want to be able to see the subtitle telling me loud crash without having to actually experience that inside my ears
1: that's That's valid (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: anything else we need to cover before we start watching people not that i can
1: think of at this point we're gonna get in we're gonna watch a few episodes and then come back and chat about it
2: i'm super excited
0: yeah i am i am too this is this is gonna be fun
2: Thanks for taking the time to teach us, B. (laughs) I'm so looking forward to what you think about all of
1: this. Like, are you going to be horrified? Are you going to love it? Are you going to have like, I don't know about that character.
0: Is this going to deeply change our friendship forever? Right? (laughs) What
2: happens? (laughs) I feel like, for me personally, the hype that you have given it, I just really easily match other people's energy around me. So in some ways... Your excitement is making me feel super excited, and even the small things that you've given us to look for, I'm I'm just really excited, and I feel like there's no way I'm not going to love it.
1: Oh, good. I am,
0: too. I, I feel like I've always kind of been interested in anime, but for a long time, like, prior to easy accessible streaming services and stuff like that, I grew up without cable or anything, so, like, things like Dragon Ball Z were only on, like, Cartoon Network here in the States and stuff. So I didn't really have much access to it outside of like Yu-Gi-Oh! and um Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, I think I occasionally watch Digimon, but like I also I don't like watching things out of order and so like as a kid kid watching cartoons, like if you just turn something on and be like, What what is what's going on? I I, I obviously <laughs> yeah. missed something. I don't know what's happening. And so so like sitting down and actually like watching through something that has a lot of these these tropes and stuff that you've talked about um, and does them, it sounds like, really well. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. So.
2: Let's do it. So for the listeners at home, we are going to start watching. We're going to take it one episode at a time. The episodes are going to go one to one. So there will be, I think, some specific questions we're going to be answering about every episode. But follow along with us at home. Um, we're watching the first season of My Hero Academia.
0: Yeah. Where,
2: where can people find it uh right now i
1: believe funimation has it in english and in japanese otherwise crunchyroll
2: only in japanese and i think in the states we found it on hulu as well oh wow mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah um and they have both nice subbed and dubbed yeah <laughs> which i recently learned what that means <laughs> yay <laughs> all the good um, learning
0: and so as, as we go through this, um, make sure you're following along with us. We'll be tweeting out great gifs or gifs. Is, is a, I, Don't I say that.
1: gifs, you animal. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with
0: you? It's
2: not peanut I never have to butter. say it out
0: loud. I never have to say it out loud. <laughs>
2: it's not peanut butter.
0: It could be. No. <laughs> Maybe the peanut butter people invented um, them. I yeah, don't know. Where
2: can people follow us, though? Stephen, you said to follow us yeah, on Twitter. We, but have,
0: we have a Twitter account that's at Anime Attaché. That's where you can find us. Currently right now. very popular.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just getting have, off the we ground. Have
0: many much followers.
2: Okay, and where can people follow mm. you?
0: Um, I am on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. I do lots of D and D stuff and tweet about that a lot and stuff
2: what other stuff are you on i feel like we should Uh, say hold on (laughs) cut this out i feel like we should say name we already did pronouns twitter handle and like what else yeah what do you do do do?
1: people are like you know what this has been an interesting podcast i think i want to listen to more of what steven does what the heck right Right. faithful that's that's cool maybe you'll listen to that
2: i feel like especially for this audience us describing you as a bro is gonna make them be really excited to follow you on twitter <laughs> and to listen to everything you've made so just make sure that they know where to find you i'm gonna you. get so
0: much i'm gonna get so much so much so many hate, hate messages and
2: <laughs> at least <laughs> you guys two. he's not a bro he's not a bro i wouldn't have married him <laughs>
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna post one one He's got his hat on backwards. I feel like he's got his hat on backwards. I live in Southern California. He's got some little
1: hairs (laughs) sticking out the top. It's (laughs) a good bro look. Uh, So, Stephen, where can we find you online? What do you do normally when you're not watching anime?
0: What I'm not not watching anime? um, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. I talk a lot about D&D there. Uh, Also real world issues because they're important and we need to make a better world Uh, i'm also the dm uh, and producer and editor and other things for a Dungeons and dragons actual play podcast called the fey forge academy which is about six students who attend a magic school uh that borders the fey wilds and the material plane so if you know what that means you'll probably like it so that's what i do b what about yourself
1: uh you know i do a few things here and there uh so what's up i've been b zelda uh your non-binary busy b on the internet you can find me on twitter as at b underscore zelda. uh traditionally i am a podcaster as well you can find me on the broadswords it is a non-binary and women d de- at women d actual play podcast we are finishing up our season three Maybe, who knows? I don't know if we'll ever kill the baddies. Maybe we'll just hang out and have tea with them. Um, I'm also going to be coming out with a couple other podcasts throughout the month, so stay tuned to that. But when I am not watching anime, like Jujutsu Kaisen, which is also amazing, so please at me if you want to scream about me. Or scream about me? Scream at me. About. (laughs) No, don't scream. Don't scream about me. Scream at me about how much you love Gojo-sensei. That would be great. But only about that. Specifically Don't scream at them about other things. Nothing else if you have to scream (laughs) take it somewhere else yes (laughs) yes uh i'm a streamer i stream a variety of tabletop rpgs a couple times a week honestly you'll have to check out my twitter to follow my schedule because it changes frequently
2: perfect and i am kelsey i can never remember my twitter handle it is kelsey d garcia yep right yeah at kelsey d garcia i did it (laughs) I am the CEO of Fayforge Forge Academy, and I, um, I'm the bank behind that. <laughs> and I also do bedtime stories with Brina on Tuesday nights with Steven. We stream that on Twitch at the Fayforge Forge Academy. So you can find more of me there as well.
0: Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening to episode zero of Anime Attaché. We will be coming at you with episode one soon. Um, be sure to like and leave a five star rating and review on iTunes or Podchaser and subscribe on your favorite Podcatchers. We'll see you next time.